0: shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The right of the Lord who has found The joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. shout out to the Lord together. Praise the Lord God. We shout to the Lord in your dwelling Father. Hallelujah. We shout your victory today, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very thing. That he who has begun shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm confident of this very thing that He who has begun a good work in you, He shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. He shall perform it until the day of Jesus Christ. I'm up this very... Perform
1: until the day of Jesus Christ. shall perform Hallelujah. Praise God. Good morning, everyone. This is Brother Joseph, glory to God. And I'm here, Father God. I'm here to Hallelujah. Bring some bread of life. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, it's 902 in the morning. Today is uh January the 10th. 2021 uh, it'll be my first broadcast for the new year amen and uh <clears throat> i'm excited today glory to god uh, i'm using my own one of my own pictures here this is a picture that i've taken this past year this is a painted bunting bird behind me and uh anyway he was it's just not even a block away from the house in this little area that's wooded out here and uh anyway uh, it's one of my it's one of my favorite pictures. But uh, I want to thank everyone for this uh, opportunity to bring forth the bread of life, amen, and uh, we'll get started with some prayer in a minute, amen, and um, if anybody has any questions, amen, make sure and send me an email, createdisciples at com, glory to God, and I'll do my best to answer your questions, and um, like I said, let's just wait another minute or so and we'll get started. Let me uh, post up some information here today. We're going to be talking about boldness, the boldness of the Lord, and then ministering to the Lord. Amen. And uh, let me post that outline up for you. Amen. So there's the outline for you guys this morning. And uh, let let me grab the next bit of information. You know, one of the things about this apostolic campaign of making disciples, glory to God, and and you see that you know how Jesus went and he made some disciples, trained them up, raised them up, taught them how to deny themselves, take up their own cross, and follow Him. Amen. For if you seek to save your life, you're going to lose it. But if you seek to lose your life for My sake, you will find it. Well, it's important to understand why he was why he was approaching this uh this apostolic campaign right this this making disciples all right and uh <clears throat> and i'm saying that to say that it it, it takes a, a lot of work to make disciples amen they don't just i mean I, and i'm speaking of my own life right and uh and all the different battles that we have to go through the different forms of persecution amen that we have to go through it's a it's a reality right and um and what I mean is that, you know, it is real. The pressure that the body of Christ is feeling and the pressure that you as an individual feels is is real, right? But there's there's two distinctions here. One built his house on the sand. The other built his house upon the rock, which is Jesus Christ, okay? So the one that builds his house on the rock, Jesus is going to be the one that stands under the pressure, right? We have a lot of pressure on us at this hour, and not that it's, more so or less than any other time in other words, pressure is always around us but the fact of the matter is, you know, right now is, you know, for me I consider it a very dark day and the scripture prophesies this and taught us this that that gross darkness shall cover the earth, right and, uh, and we're encountering some gross darkness and we're encountering a lot of wicked that are in, in, in government offices and so on and it's a very dangerous time, right, very serious time for us as the body of Christ Amen, and and the Bible teaches us that the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Let me pull that scripture up right now. (laughs) Ah, Praise God, the mystery of iniquity. Put my hold on. All right, this is in Second Second Thessalonians chapter two, starting verse seven. Take a look at that. Second Thessalonians chapter two verse 7. okay Let's see what it says in the message. That doesn't mean that the spirit of anarchy is not now at work. It is secretly and underground, okay? But the time will come when the Antichrist will no longer be held back but will be let loose. But don't worry, the master Jesus will be right on his heels and blow him away. The master appears and puffs the Antichrist is out of here. The Antichrist coming is all Satan's work. All his power and signs and miracles are fake. Evil sleight of hand that plays to the gallery of those who hate the truth that could save them. All right, now, <clears throat> I'm going to read this in the King James Version. For me, I like it a little better here. It says that only now we know that what withholdeth that he might be revealed in his time. Okay. Now listen to this. For the mystery of iniquity already doth already work. Only he who now letteth. Letteth here is the word that means to restrain. All right. Letteth. L-E-T-T-E-T-H here. It says to hold down. Okay. Until he be taken out of the way. For the mystery of iniquity doth already work. Only he who now letteth, okay, and again, letteth is to hold down, to hold back until he be taken out of the way. And then shall that wicked be revealed. Whom the Lord shall consume with the spirit of his mouth and shall destroy with the brightness of his coming. Now, he who now letteth is the body of Christ. We are the ones that are holding back and restraining an all out ons- onslaught of demonic activity in the earth. Oh man, praise God. Father, in Jesus' name, I thank you, Lord God, for your presence right now. Hallelujah, Father. I thank you, Holy Spirit, as your word, as you quicken me, Lord, quicken us according to thy word, for thy word is truth, amen. I thank you, Lord God, that the entrance of your word gives light, it gives understanding to the simple glory to God. I thank you for your faithfulness in this hour, Lord God, and how you bring in uh, and encouragement, Lord God, and how you bring in exhortation and warning us, Father. And we thank you, Lord God, and I thank you for this. And I thank you for those that are partaking and listening, Father. I pray that they would hear, and he that hears that, he would hear with understanding, Father God, that this word of the seed of the kingdom of God would get into their hearts and in their lives, Father God, and begin to produce out the kingdom of God the effect of righteousness, is quietness and assurance, glory to God. And I thank you for the effect of righteousness of who we are, righteous in the Lord Jesus Christ. Righteous, O oh God, righteous because of the blood of Jesus Christ. And I thank you for this, Father, and we bless you in Jesus' name. So as I'm saying here, the body of Christ is the one that's holding back the demonic activity from being ultimately and utterly released in its in its uh, without any restraint. In other words, Jesus said, Whatever you bind on earth shall be bound in heaven. Whatever you loose on earth shall be loose in heaven. Bind is to restrain, loose is to release. So whatever we say yes to and whatever we say no to, and we say no to demonic activity, amen? I was listening to a series uh, this past weekend, and, uh, and it's called The Root of the Problem. And, um, and, and the question was asked is, how many of you actually pray for your cities? How many, how many of you pray again and bind up the prince of the power of your cities? All right, because Jesus said we have authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions, right? And all the all the powers of the devil. That's what he said. Now, are we going to believe his word and take him at his word, right? Now we have to understand one can put a thousand to flight, two can put ten thousand to flight. You see, and, and 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 the multiplication process. You know, when there's three, when there's four, et cetera, Praying, praying against the purpose of God in the earth, in your cities, glory to God, in your in your families, in your states, in your nation, right? The United States. So, <clears throat> until that wicked one, like I said, the mystery of iniquity is already at work. Only he who now letteth or holds back. We are the ones that are holding back. Let me show you another scripture in Deuteronomy chapter 32, I think. Yeah. I will start with verse 16. This is in the King James Version. They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods. With abominations provoked they him to anger. They sacrificed unto devils, not to God, to gods whom they knew not, to new gods that came newly up, whom your father feared not. And then he said, of the rock that begat thee, thou art unmindful, thou hast forgotten God that formed you. And when the Lord saw it, he abhorred them because of the provoking of his sons and of his daughters. And he said, I will hide my face from them. I will see what their end shall be. For they are very a very forward generation, children in whom is no faith. Okay? <clears throat> and we know without faith it's impossible to please God, right? And we know that the just shall live by his faith. It says... <clears throat> For a fire is kindled in mine anger, and shall burn into the lowest hell and shall consume the earth with their increase, and set on fire the foundations of the mountains all right, and as you keep going here and reading we get down to verse, it repenteth me of the evil, in other words, God went back and it repented him for for pulling back away from his people right and so the principle is that he 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 hid his face from them. And then it says here that, <coughs> excuse me, that it repented him. It repented him of the evil. Hold on, I'm going to find that. Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, verse thirty-six. Deuteronomy chapter thirty-two, verse thirty-six. Here it says, "For the Lord shall judge His people, and repent Himself for His servants when He seeth that their power is gone, and there is none shut up or left." Now. <coughs> We have to understand this from a spiritual perspective, right? When there is, when there is no dominion of God in the earth, in other words, through the people, the enemy has, is 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 working mightily, right? And forming, forming his his uh, his weapons and and his schemes and his methods and his methodias and attacks, and the and the plans of the enemy are constantly being worked against the body of Christ and against the world. Okay, so it says, for the Lord, verse 36, 32, Deuteronomy 32, 36, for the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself for his servants when he seeth that their power is gone and there is none shut up or left. The word shut up is the, to, to hold back, to maintain, to rule. And then the word left is here. It means to loosen. So, in other words, it's the principle of binding and loosening right here in Deuteronomy 32, 36. See, God knows that he needs his people ruling in the spirit and having dominion in the earth. The reason is, is because the demonic activity is so intense, all right? And it's the body of Christ that's led and are holding back or binding and loose and and, and binding the demonic realm and loosening the favor and the blessing, the power of God in the earth. Okay, but God says here, the word says, Moses wrote here, the Lord shall judge his people and repent himself. In other words, he sees that if I don't stay with my people, the enemy is going to bring an all-out onslaught on the body of Christ and on the earth. I have to stay with my people. Not to mention that Jesus Christ died for their sins. And therefore, we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus, right? And so... It's very important that we understand that our place in the kingdom of God and what God is intending to do in this earth is bring forth righteousness. But he can't do it, all right, if we're walking after our own carnality, right? Carnal, right? And so, and that's a problem in the body of Christ, right? The carnal Christian is the one that the world sees and says, "What, what point do I have? What's the point for me to go to the Lord when I see all this foolishness going on out there? in the so-called church. And so you have the church versus the kingdom. The kingdom of God, right, is all about God's will being done in the earth, right, on earth as it is in heaven, okay? So in heaven, we know that there's no chaos or confusion. As a matter of fact, the scripture says that, Jesus said this, I beheld Satan fall like lightning. As soon as iniquity was found in his heart, the scripture said, he was cast down. Now I want to take a look at that Isaiah chapter fourteen, all right hmm. I'm starting with verse twelve. Now remember there was three archangels here in the in, that we know of, and they are Gabriel, Michael, and the next one was Lucifer. So here we we see a little insight into the mindset of Lucifer that became Satan and Satan not in that he was given a name, all right. The traducer, the Diabolos, not that he was given a name, but the description of who he is is what he's called. He doesn't even have a name anymore. Who? Verse 12 How art thou fallen from heaven? Fallen from heaven from that high place, right? O Lucifer, son of the morning how art thou cut down to the ground which did us weaken the nations? All right? Okay, so, so right there we see that he causes the nations to be weakened. Well, how does he do that? He does it through compromise. All right? The body of Christ compromises and lets the, the principles of the world and the seed of the world get mixed in with its delivery of the message, thinking that they're preaching the kingdom of God, but all altogether it's all mixed seed, and therefore that seed is going to be aborted. It'll never produce. The God kind of faith. It'll never produce after the Lord. You see? And then he says, For thou hast said in thine heart, is what Lucifer said, I will ascend into heaven, number one. I will exalt my throne above the stars of God, number two. Stars of God significant of the sons of God. In other words, the angels of God. I will sit also upon the mount of the congregation in the sides of the north, number three. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds, number four. I will be like the most high, number five. The 5 eye wills of Satan right here, Lucifer. And he proclaimed and made declarations here that I'm going to be like. So we understand right there that everything that Satan produces is like, has a similarity, or familiarity with the original source, which is the kingdom of God, which is God, right? I was talking to an individual that I met yesterday, a brother in the Lord, Lord to God. He gave me a haircut. And uh, it was interesting because we went to four different places to end up there to get a haircut. And uh, the first place, well, they were a little booked up, and they didn't have one barber or one stylist or whatever. The second place, you have to go by appointment. The third place was closed, and the last place took walk-ins, which was, which is what we were and it was interesting because the gentleman that gave me a haircut, uh, he was a brother in the Lord, but he was very intent on making sure that I sat down in his chair, which is fine. So <clears throat> we sat down, we got our haircuts, and we began to talk to him and and uh, and come to find out he's a brother in the Lord. All right. And we just we just shared I just shared with him, you know, as 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 I felt the draw in my spirit, right? And and uh it was a very interesting encounter. It was, it was a blessing for us, amen, for me and for my family. And, uh, but the point is is that <clears throat> uh, I encountered a brother, and then after we got through uh, with the haircut, he wanted me to come pray with them. So we went to the back, amen, and we prayed. And I prayed, and, and, and we bound the demon spirits, too, on earth. Agree, it's touching, amen. In other words, we performed some warfare, amen, some, some strategy, Amen. And 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 I'm hoping to encounter him, you know, obviously and build a relationship with them more than just for today or for yesterday, I'm sorry. But the point is, is that, you know, it requires some serious intense uh, getting before the Lord against these principalities and powers. So let me now continue here. And he says there, Yet thou shalt be brought down to hell, to the sides of the pit. They that see thee shall narrowly look upon thee. You see? Narrowly here is that they're going to peep at you and glance sharply at you. right? Have you ever been, you know, someone looks at you with that brow beaten down? You know it's a sharp look and a view that's coming your way. And consider these, saying, is this the man, now listen to this, that made the earth to tremble and did shake kingdoms? And it's the same thing we say today as the body of Christ, as brothers and sisters in the Lord and the kingdom of God. Is this the force the demonic activity that has made the earth to tremble and did shake the kingdoms, right? And because of all that fear that's in the earth, you know, mankind is 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 scared, right? And and they're all focused on, you know, their needs, you know, their medical needs, their shelter, their their clothing, their 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 food, right? Their ability to purchase and, and, and buy goods and so on and so on. And that's just on, on 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 the on the base level, right? We still have all the demonic activity and all the lusts of the flesh to the body, that the body of Christ is involved in. Not to mention the world and all the things that they have need of, perverted needs, all right. So, but obviously, as the scripture says, seek ye first the kingdom of God and His righteousness. You see, and all these things that the Gentiles are looking for will be added to unto thee. And I'm, I'm making a distinction there about. Demonic needs, all right, versus real needs that the people have, that we have. So <clears throat> it says that now look, look upon thee and consider thee and say, is this the man that did make made the earth to tremble and did shake the kingdoms? Now listen to this, listen to this. This is a past tense statement right here. Thou made the world as a wilderness. You see that the the, the mindset of rebellion. The demonic activity and what it does in its output and what it brings forth in the effect of rebellion, the effect of sin. So the world was made as a wilderness and destroyed the cities thereof that opened not the house of the and, and that opened not the house of the prisoners. So you put put the world in bondage, amen. And you won't even you won't release the prisoners, right? Those that are bound from demonic activity and those that are bound by spirits of religion the spirits of Babylon, right? And then says all the kings of the nations and even all of them lie in glory even everyone in his own house. But thou art cast out of the grave like an abominable branch and as the raiment of those that are slain thrust through with the sword that go down to the stones of the pit as a carcass trodden under feet. So we see here this whole attitude and mindset of rebellion and all the chaos and the confusion that it caused and continues to cause in the nations in our cities, in our states. But yet Jesus said, I've given you authority to tread upon serpents and scorpions and over all the powers of the devil. Amen? Now, <clears throat> it's important that we begin to exercise, even as I prayed with that brother in the Lord, where two on earth shall agree is touching anything that shall ask it shall be done for them, whatever you bind on earth. So we bound the demonic activity. We bound the princes and the rulers of the darkness of this world over this city, Grand Prairie, Texas, because... I want to see sons of God and daughters of God raised up. Amen? Praise God. And so I'm just encouraged by the fact that, you know, God is still in the earth. Amen? The body of Christ is still in the earth. And we're bringing forth the kingdom of God. Amen? Sons of God, daughters of God that are not interested in building up their own structures, their own edifices, building up foundations of things and perversions that are built on sand, but only seeking the kingdom of God and the rule of God in this earth. Amen. And what is the kingdom of God, right? Well, the kingdom of God is a king over a domain. What domain is he trying to conquer? By order of first things, your heart. God wants to establish this rule of God in your life and in your heart. And that rule of God begin to extend into your personal lives, into your household, into your domestics, and eventually into the body of Christ. Doing it, in other words, the way God does it on earth as it is in heaven. So again, this effect of sin and this effect of rebellion is very, very, you know, perverted, right? Now, let's go ahead and and start in our outline. And uh, let me post that for you again. Praise God. These are two outlines that we're going to cover today. And and sometimes, depending on how much much material it is, you know, I'll cover one of the outlines. And today we're going to cover two outlines. So... These outlines are, uh, let's see here, they're called boldness, all right, and then the other one's called ministering to the Lord. So let's get started with the boldness one first, and and this is all going to tie in into what I'm talking about today, glory to God. So it says in Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1, all right, take a look at that, Proverbs chapter 28, verse 1. It says, the wicked are edgy with guilt, ready to run even off when no one's after them. Honest people are relaxed and confident, bold as lions, glory to God. Amen. Praise God. Let me. I want, I want to read a few more scriptures after that. Proverbs 28, verse 1. And it says that, verse 2, for the transgressions of, of a land many are the princes thereof. But a man of understanding and knowledge, the state thereof shall be prolonged. So the state of what? The state of the land. All right? See, for th- for the transgression of a land, many are the princes. In other words, there's thousands and thousands and thousands of them out there that are walking in transgressions. Always, 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 always transgressing and crossing over the line, the boundary. All right? Now, I'm going to tell you a little story here. Yesterday, you know, we went to get haircuts, and before that, uh, I was I was tired. I mean, you know, it's been a busy week, and and uh, so I was pretty tired. And uh, but uh, <clears throat> I went to the Starbucks to get some coffee, and we got in line, and I'm telling you, it took probably 30 minutes to get to that window to get our coffee, my coffee, and I bought the boys some drinks, you know, some frappuccinos. But uh, it was it was. Like I said, I just kept moving up, and and for me, I, I just, I mean, I was, I mean, we are just there, you know, having a good time in the boys, I mean, we weren't really overly excited about anything, we were just being patient and waiting, right, and the fruit of the spirit, right, patience, makrothomia, which means putting up with, all right, and the lady in front of us, she finally made it to the line, to the window, she started in on her little fit. She had a a breakdown, an an attitude, a soulish display that is not pleasing. Alright? Now one thing about Adam, right? The scripture says that God breathed into his nostrils the breath of life and he became a living flesh, a living soul. See, Adam at that time in his life was being directed by his spirit. His personality and who he was did not offend the Lord. Amen? He was a man that was being driven by the Spirit, amen. He had dominion, he was taking dominion, he was doing what God ordained him to do and what God commanded him to do, amen. But yet when, when uh, but the point is here is that this particular individual that was in front of us, she was not representing after her spirit if she's born again. The point I'm trying to get at is here, she was livid. She spent another 15 minutes at the window railing at The individual, because I've been in line, I paid for my coffee 30 minutes, da 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 da, and going on and on and on and on and on. Well, me, <laughs> you see, obviously, you know, when you rebuke a big, your fool, he's going to despise you. So I tapped on the horn, hey, you need to move on, lady. <laughs> and finally, she went, she came, she turned, she tried to turn around him. Mean, she's sitting in her chair. So, how much turn around can you do unless you stick your whole body out of the window? But uh, she was pretty upset, and I, and I was telling my sons about a scripture in, uh, in Isaiah, right? And we're going to go over it in a minute. But the effect of righteousness is quietness and assurance. And I asked my boys, both of them, to bring up synonyms for what? Quietness, synonyms for quietness, and synonyms for assurance. And the synonyms were, you know, being uh, calm for quietness and, and not easily disturbed. And then for, for uh, assurance, it's trust and confidence, right? So, if we look at this again, the transgressions of a land are many. This lady was out of her mind, man. She was having a demonic outburst. (laughs) And the enemy using her soul to display all that perversion. In other words, there could have been a better way to handle it, right? Obviously, you don't understand authority. You don't understand how to go to authority, right? You don't go to the people that are there working. You go to the next level up. And even at that, not at the window when at the expense of everybody else that's waiting because that was another 15 minutes for us. Now 45 minutes in the line trying to get coffee. <laughs> and uh, But the point is, is that the transgression of a land are many, all right? And by, but a, by a man of knowledge, the state shall be prolonged. In other words, the, the state, if you will, of, of the condition of how things are in your households, in your own life, in the land that you live in, the city, the state, the nations, right? If if a man of understanding is able to gather <clears throat> that place of being able to see the state and therefore bring peace to the state of mind, if you will, the land is going to be blessed. So, <clears throat> so anyway, look at verse 5 here, 28, five. Evil men understand not judgment. They don't understand yes and no. They don't understand wrong and right, right? But they that seek the Lord understand all, glory to God, not because we're better than any of the other individuals, but because we have the spirit of God, right? The scripture says that Jesus Christ has made unto us wisdom, righteousness, sanctification and redemption, glory to God. Oh, man. So again, you know, that was something that that happened and uh, it was pretty, pretty sad, right? Now let me look at, let's show you another scripture here in Proverbs twenty-eight, one. This is uh, the King James: "The wicked man flees when no one pursues, but the righteous are bold as a lion." Now, interestingly enough, is that like I said, you know, we were there in that in that vehicle yesterday, waiting on that coffee, and we were calm, quiet, confident. Amen. But the individual in front of us was way, way, way out of the boundary, right? And the, and you see that everywhere, right out there in the world, man. There's people, you know. There's, for example, there's a section that shouldn't be parked at. They're parking there, you know. And lawlessness is just, just, just everywhere. The boundaries are always getting crossed. And yet David said, "The lions are falling unto me in pleasant places." When you understand authority, when you understand that everywhere you go, there's boundaries, and you stay in those boundaries, guess what? You're safe. And guess what? You have peace because you're under governments. In other words, you're obeying the rule, the law. Amen? Not out of the wrong spirit, right? Not out of, not out of uh, after the administration of Moses. But we do it after the administration of the spirit. We do it as unto the Lord because we want to please the Lord. Now, in the message it says the wicked are edgy with guilt. They're ready to run off even when no one is after them. Honest people are relaxed, confident, and bold as lions. Now, this word. <clears throat> uh, let's see, Proverbs twenty-eight one. Praise God. This word, uh, bold. Okay, it's the Hebrew word here. Batach, b-a-t-a-c-h, and. And bold is to trust, to trust in, to have confidence, to be confident, to be secure. Amen. And uh, to trust in or be sure. Right. And then so now look at another scripture in Acts chapter 13, verse 46. This is Barnabas and Paul. All right. Acts chapter 13, verse 46. Just another example of individuals that were bold because of their position in Jesus Christ. Amen. Praise God. 1346 Acts, amen. So here it is, it says, Then Paul and Barnabas waxed bold and said, it, it, it was necessary that the word of God should be first be spoken to you, but seeing you put it from you and judge yourselves unworthy of everlasting Zoe, lo, we turn now to the Gentiles. And this is a direct rebuke against the Jewish nation, right? Paul says here it was it, you you were by first order the ones that were to receive this gospel of the kingdom. But because you've rejected it, Amen. Now we've got to turn and then go to the Gentiles. Let's look at that in, in the in the message translation. Amen. Praise God. But Paul and Barnabas didn't back down. Standing their ground, they said, It was required that God's word be spoken first to all of you, the Jews. But seeing that you want no part of it, you've made it quite clear that you have no taste or inclination for eternal Zoe. The door is open now to all the outsiders, and we're on our way through it. In other words, we're going to take this good news, this gospel of the kingdom, and preach it and teach it to those that want to hear it. And it's a, it's a pretty sad state right now because people don't want to hear anything about God, right? Because they've been so burned and what, what they've been eating all this time, in other words, partaking in their lives, is all these false apostles, false prophets, false teachers, false evangelists, false poignments or shepherds, right? Falsehoods everywhere. Everything built upon on the wrong foundation. All these systems, right, of mankind that are not producing any fruit to the kingdom of God. And it's going to be a sad day when, when they say, did we not in your name cast out devils, raise the dead, prophesy, and so on and so on and so on. And he's going to tell them, I never knew you. You weren't in relationship with me. You gifted it. You only did it by your gift. Amen. You weren't submitted to your spirit. You weren't waiting on my orders. Amen. In order to bring forth what I want to my people. And do it my way, Jesus said, "I am the way." Amen. Again, Barnabas and Paul, and uh, they were bold, amen, to proclaim the kingdom of God. Now, uh, this word in the in the um, in the Greek, the boldness, the wax bold, is the word parhes uh, parhesomai, and it means to use freedom in speaking, to be free spoken. All right confident, right? Frank in the utterance. In other words, bold is lions, glory to God. And and I've gotta say, you know, when I share with people, you know, I don't make any bones about it, right? I don't necessarily raise my voice or lower my voice or in, I just speak in my normal tone to individuals. And uh many, many, many times their eyes are wide open, boy, because it's like a flashlight. It's like a light in their face, right? And I've seen that over and over and over, right? And 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 people that I've encountered Throughout my throughout my uh, life here in the earth, but the point I'm trying to make is that the righteous are as bold as a lion. Lord of God, now <clears throat> when when can we be bold? Right. Well, when we know our enemy is powerless. In Isaiah chapter thirty-two verse seventeen, take a look at that. Isaiah chapter thirty-two verse seventeen. Now listen to this. This is so beautiful. And the work of righteousness shall be peace and the effect of righteousness, quietness and assurance forever. So the product of what's worked, in other words, the work, somebody had to do the work to bring righteousness. In other words, the work and the plan of God to bring Jesus Christ in the earth to die for mankind and for their sins and pay the price that mankind owed because of their sin right has now this work and what it's bringing into our lives and what it has brought is peace why because this work of Jesus Christ wasn't just an encounter on a cross it was a way of life amen it was instructions on how to conduct ourselves in our personal lives as an individual as a young man as a young woman as a as a young boy as a young girl etc as an infant as a child right it was, it was, it was a, a manual, if you will, on how we conduct ourselves in our businesses, in our cities, in the body of Christ, how we're to function in all these areas. And it wasn't to gain <laughs> to gain all this, this uh, like I said, it wasn't for me to build my own kingdom, my own whatever, all right? All right, so the work of righteousness, all right, peace. Peace, why? Because we're under government. Jesus said, my peace I leave with you. Why can he say that? Because he had taught him how to come under authority, how to be submitted to authority, right? And he and 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 obeying, the one of the words for obey is hupotasa, which means to come under the arranged, the order, the, the arranged, uh, let's see here, to come under the arrangement, right? To come under the order, in other words. And then now I like this the effect of righteousness, all right, the produce or the output, all right, of of righteousness. What it what it serves, okay? What it ministers, what it produces, of righteousness is quietness and assurance. And quietness here is to repose, all right, or to be relaxed, amen. Quietness and peace, amen. Peace because when you go out of your door, you don't have to uh, be concerned or be fretful or fearful because somebody's going to come and, and harm you or harm your family and so on or when you're out there in the city driving around going to your stores or doing all the activities that we have to do right there's no no no, no cause or, or 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 um alarm that comes to your life and that doesn't mean we're not watchful right but what it's saying is is that we're, we're quiet in other words we're calm we're individuals that know how to handle pressure and then it says assurance forever Quietness and assurance wherever. Assurance here is a place of refuge, a safety. The security of the safetyness. The feeling of trust. Amen. And, and and it's such a peaceful thing, right? When 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 you know you're 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 right with the Lord and you and you're maintaining your relationship with the Lord, you're maintaining your relationship with one another and your family, and the body of Christ, and you're walking in order in the world. You know, um <laughs> I got a little funny story here. I was needing to get my sticker for the truck, right? And so Friday morning I went to the uh, to the tax office, right? And like I said, I've been wanting, I mean, it's already January and expired in, in December. Well, I went up there and we were in line. You know, it was about 20 of us outside waiting to get in the building because it was right before 8. And then uh, we got in line and I was sitting in there and my, and my knee had been bothered, my left knee. And... The point is, is that I sat down on the bench and the gentleman said, sir, you have to stand up. And I said, well, sir, my knees bother me. All right. And then another gentleman said, sir, you have to stand up. You can't sit down. I said, well, my knees bother me. Well, then one of the officers that was right there in front of me you know, to my left, he said, sir, you come right through here. And he put me in the, in the section for the, where the handicapped were, were, you know, to go. Now, I didn't ask for that, but I, I essentially about bypassed about 30, 30 to 40 people. Right. And I got to the front of the line and I was out of there by eight ten. So I was grateful for that, amen. And and uh and anyway the point is is that you know, we're able to go out into the land, we have favor in the land. The scripture says because Jesus Christ was a man that was submitted to authority in Luke chapter two. Let's look at that real quick. Luke chapter two. And this is the story of Jesus and when he was in the temple preaching and it wasn't time for him to be preaching. And uh, is it Luke chapter 2? Yeah. Verse 49, he says, How is it that you sought me, wist ye not that I must be about my father's business? And they understood not that the saying which he spake unto them. And he went down with them and came to Nazareth and was subject unto them. Subject is the word tasso which means to subordinate, to obey, to come under the arranged Order. Amen. To subordinate yourself. So the point I'm making there is that because Jesus was a man that knew under authority, came under authority and knew how to submit to authority, the scripture says of Jesus, and Jesus increased in wisdom and stature and favor with God and man. So in other words, we 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 have favor, amen, as a body of Christ. There's a divine influence on our hearts, the grace of God, amen. The presence of God that goes with us, amen, everywhere we go, right? We are the tabernacle of God in the earth. Amen. And we're walking in 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 righteousness. In other words, we're not being lawless, right? And walking after the perversions of the world, but we're walking in obedience to God's word. Then God will honor His word in our lives. We don't have to fear. Now take a look at this uh, Psalm 9, ninety-one nine. Praise God, because Thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge. Even the Most High, thy habitation. Listen to the promise here. Because you have this, made the Lord, which is my refuge, even your Most High, your habitation, your dwelling place, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague, sickness, or disease come nigh your dwelling. Amen. And the word befall here is the word through the idea of contraction and to approach. In other words, we're not gonna. We don't have to fear, amen. Because we're the righteousness of God, not by our own works, mind you, but by the work of Jesus Christ in our lives. We don't have to fear these things. And the Bible says that no evil shall befall you, neither shall any plague come near your dwelling. Nothing's gonna contract. In other words, con- commit uh, commit to you by touching. In other words, we don't have to walk in fear. Glory to God. And so I appreciate the Lord, amen, and because we have confidence in the Lord and because we're bold in the Lord, amen, uh, there's promises of God associated to the son of God or daughter of God. Now, remember Phineas, right? Phineas, let me look this story up real right quick. P-H-I-N-E-A-S. And what God did for Phineas, look at this one. Uh, Numbers chapter 25, start with verse 7. Numbers 25, verse 7. Numbers chapter 25, verse 7. And when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, saw it. Now what did he see? Verse, 20, verse 6, 25, 6, Numbers And behold, one of the children of Israel came and brought unto his brethren a Midianitish woman in the sight of Moses and in the sight of all the congregation of the children of Israel who were weeping before the door of the tabernacle of the congregation. And the Bible says, And when Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, a son of Aaron, Aaron the priest, saw it, he arose up from among the congregation and took a javelin in his hand, And he went after the man of Israel into the tent and thrust both of them through the man of Israel and the woman through her belly so the plague was staying from the children of Israel. And those that died in the plague were 20 and 4,000 people. So the point here is that Eleazar, I'm sorry, uh, not Eleazar, Phinehas saw the transgression and the perversion and he went to quiet the Lord. the, the, The perversion had to be stopped, all right? And so the Bible says, And the Lord spake unto Moses, saying, Phinehas, the son of Eleazar, the son of Aaron the priest, hath turned my wrath away from the children of Israel, while he was zealous for my sake among them. In other words, bold as a lion, that I consume not the children of Israel in my jealousy. Wherefore, say, Behold, I give unto him the covenant of peace, and he shall have it, and his seed after him, even the covenant of an everlasting priesthood. Look at that. Because he was zealous for, for his God and made atonement for the children of Israel. You see, he ministered unto the Lord here. And in that process of ministering unto the Lord, God, God held back the plague from their lives because he was righteous and he went in and stopped the perversion. He made a voice. He was bold, glory to God, as a lion. And praise God, you know, even so, to our lives, amen, when we step up, man, glory to God, we don't have to cower back in fear. Well, I don't know if I should say something. I know about my job, but we got to be led of the Spirit of God, amen. For as many as are led of the Spirit of God, these are what? The sons of God. Now, when we are right with God, amen, the righteous, the Scripture says, are as bold as a lion, right? Proverbs 28.1, going back to that. The wicked are edgy with guilt. Ready to run off even when no one's after them. Honest people are relaxed and confident and bold as lions. We don't have to fear. We don't have to be deceptive in our mannerisms and how we conduct ourselves in our lives and always thinking about ourselves first. It will trust God, amen, and, and stay under the blood, amen, stay under the righteousness of God, which is Christ, amen, and not go after this world and things that we need through our own deceptions. And our own manipulations and trying to trick the system, we don't have to do that. If we seek first his kingdom and his righteousness, right now, in Luke 21:19, it says, In your patience possess ye your souls. Patience here is a word hopamine, which means consistency, constancy, faithfulness, reliability. If we as long as we stay faithful, constant, and reliable in our relationship to the Father, be willing to serve one another, glory to God. You'll bring a reign of possession over your soul. In other words, your soul can't just dictate, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do, this is what I'm going to do. No, your soul goes before the Lord and says, Lord, what would you have me to do, Father? Amen. And you wait on the orders from headquarters. Amen. You wait for the direction, amen, of God in your life. Amen. Now, Acts chapter 4, verse 13 Mm. And now, when they saw, listen to this—the boldness, all right. This is the paricia, the frankness and the bluntness of Peter and John, and perceived that they were unlearned and ignorant men. They marvelled and they took knowledge of them, be of them, because they had been with Jesus. Amen. You remember when we were growing up and uh, in high school, and uh, and. You know, I mean I was I was just a dumb punk, you know. <laughs> but I thought I was something, you know, and uh but anyway I remember that when we always like to run around in packs, right? Because if somebody were to threaten or hurt one of us, then the other guys would be there to jump in. <laughs> but the point is is that uh knowing that we have Jesus Christ by our side, knowing that we have the angelic hosts in our lives. The Bible says the angel of the Lord encamps around about them that fear him and delivers him, right? The angel of the Lord encamps. I'm going to look this one up. Around them that fear him. That's uh, Psalm 34, 7. I want to show you a word here. Psalm 34, verse 7. This is so precious. The angel of the Lord encampeth. Encampeth means to be around us. Around them that fear him. Fear who? Fear God, right? Fear and honor his word, respect and obey God. And deliver them. This word delivered is the word shalat in the Hebrew. And it says to remove out, to draw off, to take off, to withdraw. Listen to this. To equip for war. Rescued, to be rescued. And in the Strong's, it says uh, to deliver, to equip for fight. So the angel of the Lord encampeth around about them that fear him and delivers him. In other words, he equips us with strength, amen, to fight and to stay in the battle and not to allow our souls to vaunt themselves beyond what they're supposed to be involved in. You see, in other words, not relax our hold on our souls. In other words, he continuously encourages us and strengthens us, amen, to move forward, to push forward, not in timidity or in fear or in doubt and unbelief, but in full boldness and strength, and proclaiming the will of God in the earth by the word of God. Amen. And so we're we're bold, amen, when we're when we pray. Amen. Let's look at verse 29 of Acts 4. Amen. 29. And now, Lord, behold their threatenings. Alright? And grant unto thy servants that with all boldness they may speak the logos the word amen it's a grace of god amen to be bold in the lord amen and uh and amen i mean i remember growing up right and uh, i got born again and i was just full of excitement and full of zeal for the lord right i didn't have any knowledge but i was zealous amen and uh i just remember that um you know everywhere I was sharing Jesus with people, man look what the Lord has done for me glory to God and and uh and even so in in growing up in the Lord amen and going through all the trials and the persecutions and 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 you know and having to learn all my lessons if you will <laughs> even so glory to God today by the grace of God. I don't mind sharing this kingdom with anybody, amen. I don't mind praying for people. I don't mind. In other words, I'm not thinking about myself first, amen. I'm always thinking, Lord, 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 what can I do for you? What can I do for the people? How can I serve, amen? And I'm not interested in in building up my own ministry or my own kingdom. Praise God. Now, so, that with all bonus, they may speak this word, amen. Praise God. And in verse, like I said, Verse 31, it says, And when they had prayed, the place was shaken whereof they were assembled together, and they were filled with the Holy Ghost, and they spake the Logos of God, the Word of God, with all boldness. Glory to God. The presence of God, amen, is the purpose, amen. And that purpose is the power, and the power is the people for the people, right? Not for yourself, right? This presence is for the people, amen? And to serve the people with what God is bringing to them, and so on, and so on. And it says here, they spake the word of God with boldness. Amen. They were not intimidated or fearful. And another thing is, is that when you're under authority, glory to God, Acts chapter 9, verse 27, you are, I mean, you know without a shadow of a doubt that you're under authority and therefore you can speak as from under authority. I remember one time there was an officer that was parked right in front of this. Gas station over here at Walmart, and I walked out and I looked at him as I was walking by. Says, "No, no, no, man, you're out of water." And he turned around and he and he and he pulled down his visor and he shows me his badge. He was a police officer, man. And I said, "What does that got to do with following order?" And I went on into the store. But the point is, is that this guy was supposed to be an individual under authority and and uh, and. And because I was walking under authority, I was able to correct him. And and even though he didn't receive it, and of course, maybe he did down the road. But the point is, is that, you know, when you're under authority, you have boldness, glory to God. (laughs) So now this is in Acts chapter 9. Look, Look at this one, Acts chapter 9, verse 27. But Barnabas took him and brought him to the apostles and declared unto them how he had seen the Lord in the way and that he had spoken to him and how he had preached boldly at Damascus, in the name of Jesus. Amen. So this is a story about about Paul and when he got converted and afterward how that he was preaching in the name of the Lord Jesus. Now look at this. This is in James chapter 4, verse 7. Praise God. James chapter 4, verse 7. Amen. Submit yourselves to God. Resist the devil and he will flee from you. You see, if you're not submitted to the Father, if you're not submitted to order in your life, then no amount of resistance that you do is going to produce any results because you have to be submitted, therefore, first to God. Resist the devil, all right, the diabolos, and he will flee from you. And while we're on that, I'm going to share something here, and I, and I, and I know I've shared this before, but I'm going to bring it out again. In Matthew chapter 4, verse 24, Jesus talks about, and his fame went, the, the, it's written of him, and his fame went throughout all Syria. And they brought unto him all sick people and all that were taken with divers diseases and torments and those that were possessed with devils and those which were lunatic and those which had the palsy and he healed them all. These guys got into major boldness, amen, and bringing all these people, regardless of all the negativity and all the words spoken against them, right? Now this word devils here is the word diamonizomai. Okay? And it means to be under the power of a demon, right? But when you And it says here in the in the Strong's to be exercised by a demon, all right. Now that lady yesterday that was in the line, she was exercised by a demon, right? But now that word comes from the word diamond, d i a d a i m o n, right? And then this one in the definitions, it comes from the word. Well, it means to distribute fortunes, right? I'm just going to throw this out there: is that is that all this stuff with the with the lottery and all this stuff that's demonic? pure, pure demonic, man, pure out of the world principle and thought of Satan to to entrap and keep the people in bondage, amen. And I just want to encourage you, amen, that God is your supplier. God is faithful to supply all that we have need of, even according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. What I mean here is that Paul, in that statement, he says, I know how to abound and I know how to abase. In all things, I'm content. And we have to be content in, in our state right now, where we're at with the Lord, knowing that God is faithfully uh, going to back us up. He provides his angelic host. He gives us the authority to represent him in the earth. As Jesus said, behold, I give unto you authority. And then, and then he's given us power to heal The Holy Ghost is with us to quicken us according to his word. All these blessings and all this favor of God that he's continuously, continuously pouring out in his people's lives. In Acts chapter 14, verse 3, these guys were not moved. Listen to this. Long time therefore they, they they speaking boldly in the Lord, which gave testimony unto the word, the logos of his grace, and granted signs and wonders to be done by their hands. They were bold, man. They were proclaiming the kingdom of God, and giving you demonstration of the kingdom of God by casting out devils, by healing those that were sick, etc., etc., etc. Even so today, I mean, we don't have to fear the enemy. We don't have to fear the world. Look at this in Acts after 18, verse 6. Acts 18, verse 6. And when they supposed opposed themselves and blasphemed, he shook his raiment and said unto them, your blood be upon your own heads. I am clean from henceforth. I will go unto the Gentiles. The Jewish people didn't want the Lord Jesus Christ. And now God has given to the Gentiles. And you must be born again before you can enter into this kingdom. You must be born of the water and of the spirit. Or you cannot enter and walk into this kingdom. You must be born of the water and of the spirit. Amen. And the point is you've got to be born again. Amen. When you preach the word. Amen. Your bowl is a lion, amen? Don't don't be cowering down, amen? And look at this in Acts chapter 28, verse 31. Preaching the kingdom of, of God and teaching those things which concern the Lord, amen? In other words, concern is uh, with respect to Jesus Christ with all confidence, no man forbidding him. I'm going to read verse 30 here. And Paul dwelt the two whole years in his own hired house, and received all that came to him. And in doing so, he preached the kingdom of God, and taught them the things which concerned the Lord Jesus Christ with all confidence, and no man forbade him. Nobody gave many many lip about it. Now, let's look at this one real quick. This is the last verse, I think. (laughs) Amen. Praise God. According to my earnest expectation... And my hope that in nothing I shall be ashamed, but that with all boldness as always. So now also Christ shall be magnified in my body, whether it be by Zoe, God's life or by death. For to me to live is Christ and to die is gain. But if I live in the flesh, this is the fruit. This is the fruit of of my labor. Yet what I shall choose, I wot not. You see, if I live in the flesh. As it says here, verse one, Philippians one twenty-two. I'm going to read that in the message here. As long as I'm alive in this body, there is good work for me to do. If I had chose, if I, if I had to choose right now, I hardly know which I would choose. Hard choice. The desire to break camp here or to be with Christ is powerful. Some days I can think of nothing better. You see, all of us have a place in this kingdom, Amen, and all of us have an inheritance in the Lord, Amen. And I was, as I was describing to my brother that I met the other day, is, yesterday, is that we have to grow up in the Lord. Amen. And God has a gracious, gracious uh, inheritance for each and every one of us. Amen. But as Paul says here, I would rather be with the Lord, but it's necessary that I stay with you here to preach and teach you about Jesus Christ. Amen. Thank you, Father, for this precious opportunity, Lord God. Thank you, Lord God, for your word is life unto those who find them and help to all their flesh. I pray that we would continue to find your words, Father. And I thank you for the great grace, O God. And I thank you, Lord God, for for building us up in the Lord Jesus Christ. And as as it is written of the Lord Jesus that he increased in wisdom and stature and knowledge, O God. And I thank you for the great grace and the favor that's on the body of Christ. Amen. And how you're blessing your people, Lord God. Say ye to the righteous it shall be well with them, but woe to the wicked, Father. Oh thank you Lord God for your favor and your blessing on your people Lord God. We bless you Father and we love you Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we pray. Amen. For shouting yet salvation is in the
0: dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting yet salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The Joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sound of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. The sign of joyful shouting and salvation is in the dwellings of the righteous. Shouting His salvation Is in the dwellings of the righteous The sound of joyful for shouting salvation is- Lord. Let's shout unto the Lord together. Praise the Lord, God. Let's shout to the Lord, our you dwelling, Father. Hallelujah. We shout your victory today, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I'm confident of this very thing. I'm confident of this very thing. That He. It and very. perform it until the day of jesus christ we shall perform it